0: Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it.
1: Hey, bestie. It's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight-up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Happy almost new year, friend. We've made it. Okay. And that is something to cheers to on its own. Today is New Year's Eve. Tomorrow is the first day of 2022. And Lord, I cannot wait to get the fuck ASAP out of this shit. Okay, I am ready. I am ready for the new year. Are you? I hope you are. Today we have back our amazing, basically resident astrologist, Tamari Ater and Tony is back to give us predictions for the zodiac signs for 2022. Y'all some of us are in for a treat, okay? Actually, all of us are, but in different ways, very specific ways. So keep listening. Cheers to you. Cheers to us, all right, for making it this far and um, sending you so much love for the new year, okay? And thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Thank you for being here, for being with me, for riding it out, for making it this far, okay? Relationship next year is about to be even more insane we're going to have even more amazing guests and conversations and I just can't wait to see where it goes so sending you all love for the new year happy happy new year and keep listening all right you guys we are back it is relationship time and we are back with one of your faves one of my faves too to marry our resident I feel like you're our resident astrologist yes I love that you are go ahead and do that yes (laughs) Astrofashionista, certified astrologist, and senior director of product development at first Skincare. But then you just started your own product line, Gift of yes. the Nile. Can you tell us about it? I feel like the people need to know because there there's so many different elements. Literally, I'll talk about my favorites, but you talk about it first.
0: Yes, I'm super excited. Gift of the Nile is like my I call it my gift to the world. So my name Tameri, means gift of the Nile. It's uh, an ancient name for Egypt. So when I thought about what products would I launch and me working in product development, merging the astrology, spirituality, and Egypt and product just like made sense. So Gift of the Now, they're luxury goods for spiritual wellness. So the idea is that we're working on inner beauty. I feel like we have outer beauty on lock. There's a bunch of beauty brands. You can get your beat from somewhere. But for me, you come for your spiritual wellness. And the first line of products, they're aromatherapy moodness. And they're aligned with the four elements in astrology. So earth, air, fire, and water. And Cammie just told me that her favorite is fire.
1: Fire. I was like, well, what, shouldn't my favorite have been water since I'm a water sign?
0: Yeah. Or even air as a Libra rising, hmm. but fire is very spicy. I feel like you're yeah, spicy.
1: I am. So- <laughs> I am. I do like a spicy scent. I do prefer a spicy scent. Yeah. Well, we had to have to marry back because by the time this recording airs, we will be at the end of this clusterfuck of a year between 2020 and 2021. A bitch can't get no relief. Like what is <laughs> happening? What is happening? We, I, so now by this time, because this is going to air, I think, New Year's Eve. By then we should have ended this. Is it the solar eclipse in Sagittarius? Like one thing that I know, one thing that I know for sure two things that I know for certain is that everyone has been breaking up
0: during oh. this time,
1: myself included. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Yeah, surprise. Yeah. Oh, so no. I'm single. And so is everybody else that I know. Everybody's breaking up. There have been so many like breakdowns in relationships of people that I know who have been together for years. Like what, what have mm. we been experiencing this past like month of December? And like, please tell me that there is some treasure at the end of this rainbow.
0: So I do know that you're Scorpio. So Mm -hmm. we're having, so one of the big major transits that we've had is we have Taurus and Scorpio eclipses. We're moving from Gemini and Sagittarius to Taurus and Scorpio on the eclipse axis. And so basically eclipses are like full moons and new moons on steroids. And yeah, so it. (laughs) And it sounds, sometimes it can be really exciting, like an eclipse can bring like an exciting change that you need, but a lot of times they bring endings, and so we did have um, an eclipse in Taurus, so that means it would have affected the Taurus-Scorpio axis, right, we had that in November, and then we just had a Sagittarius new moon Friday, actually, when we're recording this, which was actually more of a lighthearted, but I think the eclipse that affected you would have been the Taurus Scorpio eclipse, because you are a fixed sign. And so the fixed signs, Taurus Scorpio Leo and Aquarius would be affected the most. First of all, I'm so sorry, because I know you've been in a long relationship and I know Thank you're a you. person that's very, I mean, you're, you're beautiful. You have a bubbly personality, oh. but I feel like, I mean, I'm sure you're going through it right now. In oh. Scorpio, Listen, and you're probably girl. putting on your Libra game face, doesn't mm. it?
1: Period. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> period. Well, that's my moon. Libra's my moon. Oh, Libra's your moon. Yes. yes. Uh, Virgo. Virgo. Yes. yes.
0: Okay.
1: So she's trying to keep oh, it yes. all together. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's keeping it all together. But you know what? I'm like, what? By this point, I would be a month out, over a month out. And, you know, it's it's not going as horribly as I thought. Yeah. And I think that a part of what's keeping my my hope alive has been astrology TikTok. But also... I feel like I'm jumping around because I have, I'm telling you to marry like days will go by and I'll be thinking of something astrology wise. And I'll be like, I got to text to Mary and ask her. Yes, do
0: it. Because everybody does. (laughs) Because I've been
1: seeing these TikToks saying that there are certain signs that are like destined to find love in the new year, like a parent, something, something, something. But I know that it's, it's certain rising signs and Virgo is one of them. And I'm, terrified because I just got out of a relationship. So, and I'm trying to have my whole phase. So at what point am I going to be able to do that? Because I keep getting wiped up. Every time I try to have a whole phase, I get wiped up.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I love that you said this because the reason why they're saying this is because Jupiter is moving into Pisces on at the very end of December. And Jupiter in Pisces is one of the things I want to talk about because it's a bit, it affects all of us, right? Jupiter is um, a traditional ruler of Pisces. And so when planets are in their own sign, they are strong. It doesn't mean it's going to be good or bad. It just means that they can act how they want to act. Now, because Jupiter is a planet that's about blessings and and abundance and spirituality, it's 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 considered to be the greater benefic in astrology, meaning that it blesses us. So I think it's a time of hope for a lot of us, and it's going to bring a lot of feelings and emotions because it's going into Pisces. There's going to be a lot of compassion that we'll need to give each other, spiritual growth for a lot of us, healing for some of us, but also lots of confusion because Pisces... Mm is also associated with Neptune, which is more about dis, you know being disillusioned. And it can feel like we're wrapped up in an emotion that is not really true at the time. So I think that's something that we also need to watch out for. But going Ooh. back to your Virgo, Rising with Pisces uh, ruling your seventh house of relationships and marriage, Jupiter is wanting to bless that area. And Jupiter brings a lot of something, so it can bring. You can't have a whole phase with this transit, just so you know. Please,
1: because I'm (laughs) like I I saw. Well, you know, people say you can't trust astrology TikTok. I like to trust it with my life, like literally. (laughs) I trust (laughs) trust astrology TikTok more than I trust myself. But they said the rising signs finding love in 2022 are Virgo. Libra, Scorpio, Sag, and Capricorn risings. Allegedly. I like to say allegedly just in case, because if they don't find love and they're listening to this podcast, they're going to come for me.
0: Yes. So. And, and and you got to take astrology TikTok just with a grain of salt. I mean, horoscopes in general, because it's not time to your birth chart. Like you obviously mm-hmm. want to have it, see an astrologer if you want it to be more accurate, but in general, depending on what degree Your rising is, yes, there's a chance. It brings opportunity. It doesn't mean like it's set in stone. So, but I can see why they said like Capricorn, cancer rules the seventh house. Pisces is trying to, to, or makes a positive aspect. Let me talk, not talking astrology, talk to cancer. So what you're saying, I can see why they're saying that. But you always want to just make sure that, you know, it's actually affecting your chart at the end of the day. So.
1: Well, there was one TikTok that said that Scorpio suns and moons are going to be coming into a great deal of money in 2022. Oh, so yeah. naturally, I want to believe that.
0: Yes, of course. You should believe that. Yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> it's just so, I mean, there's, there's been so much going on. And I guess I'm just trying to figure out how the breakdowns happen. And when we know that they're coming, how do we... I don't know. Cause like you, you see certain things and you read certain things and they're like, okay, don't make any big decisions right now. Like if you're mm-hmm. thinking about breaking up, like don't do it right now or do it right away. And it's like, how do you know what to like take and what to leave when it comes to astrology?
0: So the thing, even as an astrologer, I, I don't live my life a hundred percent. It will drive you crazy, right? Because one day it's like, oh, it's the best day ever. And the next day you're like, watch out, doom and gloom, because mm. the, the planets are, they're moving so fast. So that's, and I think it's important to know, or people to know, that's why knowing that emotions are temporary and not making big life decisions based on how you feel is important because in astrology, all the things are always moving. And so that means our emotions are always moving. We always have, you know, different feelings from day to day. I think the things that I would pay attention the most to are just on a general basis are when the sun moves into a new sign. So when a new season starts, so, you know, okay, what area should I focus on in my life, you know, today? So like, for instance, we're in Sag season, you're a Virgo rising. So that means your fourth house of home and family are going to be a big focus for you. So then you put your energy into that. Like you probably need to be around your family right now, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, talking to whoever you need, even if it's like your soul family, like to get you through your breakup, focusing on getting your home, the energy changed because you have, obviously he was in your energy space. Yeah. Want to do some clearing? Maybe that is redecorate. so
1: insane that you just said that. I literally want to go look at condos on Friday. Oh, see there you because go. Because I'm like, I need to change. I need to change my home. Like yep. I need to change my home right away, just because like just new energy.
0: Yeah, that is so crazy. So I think I think for people just knowing where the sun is going and what part of their chart is activating is important full and new moons, eclipses are important to pay attention to because they are, those are the big dramatic changes. So like with your breakup, did you see it coming? Was it like out Mm -hmm. of the blue? It was something that was building up Mm -hmm. over, you know, a period of time. And so sometimes eclipses bring like, okay, now we're done. It cuts it off. Mm -hmm. Um, depending on, if it's a full moon or a new moon eclipse, and we just had a full moon eclipse, which is like a culmination of something. So that's important. So I would say those are the three things. I, and then obviously, if you're focused on love, you want to watch what Venus is doing. And and a lot of people know a lot about astrology these days. So I feel like it's kind of easy to kind of figure it out on your yeah. own. But just knowing when the planets are in certain signs can be super helpful.
1: Oh, I feel like I'm thrown for a loop. <laughs> I just feel like so many things just make sense. And I I don't. What do you say to people who don't believe in astrology? Because I feel like if you can't believe that the way that the planets literally shift affects you, like if you believe that our periods can sync up if we're in the same room for long enough,
0: why don't you believe in astrology? I always say that. Like to me, it's very it makes the most sense. Like we're a part of a bigger cosmos, right? Like we're tiny specks in the universe why wouldn't we be affected by what's going on when we, we have gravity affecting, you know, the moon and the earth. And it doesn't make sense to not, I don't know, just to me now to believe that. I think the reason why people don't believe in astrology is because they don't like people telling them about themselves or because you were born during a certain time, this is your fate. And like, I'm not a fatalistic astrology. I think we co-create with the universe. So when you look at it as a tool, like something that's here to help you, like it's a weather forecast, right? You know what's going on in the cosmos and you act accordingly and use the opportunistic times to take advantage of things. That's kind of how I see it. But astrology has literally been one of my biggest tools for healing, emotional therapy, self-awareness. I've used it for like 16 years, seriously, like studying astrology and natal charts for this long. And it's gotten me through life. Like I'm not even being dramatic. It's such a practical tool for me. So I always tell the people that don't believe in it, like too bad. Like it's something that you could use to Mm -hmm. help you better, you know, better your life in in some ways. So.
1: Yeah. 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 I always find it to be a huge red flag when I'm talking to somebody (laughs) and I'm like, what's your sign? And they're like, I don't even believe in that. I'm like, bitch. Okay. <laughs> like okay. What, is that? what does that even mean? You don't believe in that? It's what like do people you believe in. <laughs> yeah, it's like people who are like, oh, I don't believe in pronouns. It's like, uh oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, okay, well, you don't have to believe in it, but this is what it is. Like this right? is the thing, like it, it exists. you the stars exist. And if you know that if I jump out of my window right now, I'm gonna hit the floor because mm-hmm. of gravity, then you should also believe that the way that the planets are structured and with the way that they move around and the way that they shift affects mm-hmm. our lives. And like totally. we talk about Mercury retrograde all the time. That's like a common thing that people tend to believe in. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like these eclipses, so which is the one that we just would have ended by the end of the year? The
0: last one we had, which was a couple of days ago, was a, a new moon eclipse. So that is more about the next six months we're going to watch that one. That was in Sagittarius, a fire sign. It was more actually a cheerful new moon. There's a lot of hope and aspirations that come along with it. I think it's a, it was a great time for manifesting. And I mean, by the time people hear this, it's going to be too late, but for you, I'm like, uh, it's a good time this weekend, Cami. I think this weekend, like tonight, Mm -hmm. because when the new moon, when the moon grows, that's when it's most powerful, write down what you want. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What, how do you want your life to look? it's about faith, like what fuels you, that was a big thing for this new moon, and so it's about getting more in alignment with the things that you want. The one that we had in November, however, that was, um, some a- it
1: it was, was some bullshit. bullshit.
0: It was, you yeah. <laughs> it, was. it was in Taurus, a fixed sign. So a lot of what happens means it's permanent, usually, because fix mm. you know fixes things. A lot of issues of self-worth came up because Taurus is associated with self-worth. Some people had financial things going on because Taurus is ruled by Venus, it could be connected to money, but also Venus is. Is relationships. So uh, that was a huge theme and full moons are endings and completions. And so I think for you that manifested that way, probably in your chart, but with every ending, right, there's a new beginning. So we have some hope, just trust that whatever ended was supposed to end. Yeah. And now what's the next phase?
1: Oh, that's the question. That is the question. That is what is the next phase? Oh, <laughs> yeah, period. Exactly. Shaking my ass on a yacht in Dubai in a thong. Okay, like the girl on TikTok said. That's what I'm planning on doing. For people who are listening to this who have no idea what an eclipse even is. I feel like we just we we eclipsed mm. uh, mm-hmm. that this conversation with what it even is. So can you yes. explain what that means?
0: Yes. Okay. So eclipses there are these points in, this, in the cosmos called the North and South Node. And in astrology, those are karmic points. It's basically a point where the moon's orbit crosses with the ecliptic of the sun. So the sun from Earth looks like it's moving around us. We know the sun is the center of the solar system. That's not the truth. But from Earth's point of view, that's we, we have the path of the sun. So these points are critical points because they're tied to like our past life and our our now life if you believe in past lives, obviously. Mm -hmm. And our South Node has to do with things that we come into the world with, like our gifts, like what we've already mastered and where that is in your chart. So for instance, I have a South Node in, in Sagittarius and the house that it's in is also important. In the second house, there was a big focus on finances and being a know-it-all and being, you know, taking a lot of information in, wanting complete freedom. The North Node is what you're supposed to be achieving in this life spiritually, your growth. Mm. It's, It's like your North Star. That's kind of a good example. And the North Node is not so easy for people to master because the South Node feels really familiar to us. And so it's a stretch to get there. So wherever your South Node is, the North Node is opposite that. And the, whenever a full moon or new moon happens within 18 and a half degrees of these points, we have an eclipse. And depending on how close the, the sun or moon is to that point, we'll make it like a total eclipse. You know how you hear us, oh, it's a total eclipse Mm -hmm. or whatever. So eclipses because it's, it's the sun and the moon involved, the sun being our creativity, what we're here to express, how we're here to shine. The moon is our emotions. Eclipses always end up, you know, being somewhat emotional about Mm -hmm. identity, it feels big and dramatic because the sun and the moon are involved and the houses that they happen in, in your life is kind of where that energy will manifest. And so eclipses just end up being really, really important new moons and full moons because they have the most lasting changes in, in our lives. And we're, and not every eclipse is going to affect everybody. Like you have to be yeah. within a certain degree of your a planet in your chart, usually maybe a personal planet. Sometimes it's just an emotional change and sometimes it's a literal physical change, something being eclipsed out of your life. So, um, they're important and that's why there's so much talk about them in astrology. Yeah. Oof,
1: Lord. You know what? Here's another question that I had when I was driving in my car, thinking about you as I do regularly. When the moon is in your moon sign, are
0: you more affected than other people? Yes and no. So yes, because it becomes like your personal new, are you talking about new moons or full moons or just moons in period when it's I in guess- the sign?
1: I guess just moons period. Like when the, when the moon was in Libra, I was like very emotional. And I yeah. was like, is it because the moon is in Libra and I'm yeah. a Libra moon?
0: Yeah. Cause it's affecting, it's like triggering that point, depending on what degree it's at, it might be super close and you really feel it. But if it's in like that, your moon sign, it, you would be more affected by that. Cause it's like your personal moon return. And It only would last really like the moon stays in one sign for like two and a half days. So it goes really quickly. But Mm -hmm. I think that's an excellent way to kind of learn astrology is by following the moon cycles and like how you feel on certain days and knowing how the moon is interacting with other planets in your chart. But to answer your question, yes. Child, because let me tell
1: you that Libra moon, I was like, throw it away. (laughs) Throw it away. I don't want to be a Libra moon anymore. (laughs) What was happening? It was (laughs) that. Oh, it just seems like this whole end of year has Mm -hmm. been so heavy. And like, I feel like everybody's just exhausted emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, everything from the past two years and everything that we've been through. So, you know, for some people, I'm I'm sure that it's hard for them to kind of factor like, okay, which part is just life exhaustion Mm -hmm. and which part is something going on with the stars?
0: Well, that's a really good point, because once we had Jupiter and Saturn move into Aquarius, all of our lives were changed. And this was something astrologers were talking about before COVID. Like mm-hmm. It was been a huge shift. I saw it on um, TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Signed off by TikTok. TikTok. Yes. And so Aquarius is about people, right? It's the collective. So in some respects, we are. Like we're gonna be in this for a while. The United States is about to go through its Pluto return next year. Pluto is about death and destruction. Not, oh. not to scare anyone. Uh. It, it's like rebirth, right? So we have so obviously the world was affected by COVID, but we got some other stuff going on here in the U.S. It's mm-hmm. like political mm-hmm. stuff, killings. It's just like a bunch of nonsense, right? Yeah. Every day it's bad news. Reproductive
1: and issues. Reproductive. Issues
0: in in a way. It, right? It's just, you can't even, we could make a long list right now. Yeah. And so the U.S. is dying to be rebirthed. That's basically what's happening. Pluto is about death and rebirth and power and magnetism. And obviously, and not to, I don't want to make this political at all, but like, think about when this country was established, the foundation, some of the ideals, right? All of that um, is being challenged right now. When you think about how the U.S. was established, when it was established, the rules, the, the ideals, the people that founded it, we're, we've outgrown that. It's yeah. scary and we've outgrown it. Obviously, there's great things about the United States, us being, you know, me and you living here. The U.S. is being challenged to, to change. Mm-hmm. And so we're living through that hard change and it feels never ending. It feels exhausting. And I think one thing that I want just to get leave people with is that, you know, with every new beginning, there has to be a death. There has to be an ending. And we're just living through that right now. It's not going to last forever, but the next, you know, we're in it for uh, not even this year will it be over. Oh my God. There will be ebbs and flows, you know, (laughs) I know, but on the bright side, Jupiter and Pisces is moving a lot of us into more in alignment with what we should be doing to help each other in this chaos. Mm. I feel like people are being put where they're supposed to be the great resignation. It's just like, we're all moving around on a chessboard. Like, okay, my life's going to go this way. This is what I should be doing because we're all becoming healers in our own right, helping each other. Pisces and Jupiter, it's about a global like humanitarianism. Aquarius rules humanitarianism, but Pisces in some way as well. And so I think it's just a time for us to like come together, have faith, focus on the things we can control that are positive positive. And not get too caught up in like, why are we arguing with each other? Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't have social media fights. Like, where are you? Mm. What does that do? You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just that even social media alone is exhausting, right? Yeah. So I think it's just about taking control of our own lives and, and focusing on what brings us joy, Jupiter and Pisces, focusing on opportunities that make us happier and just mitigating a lot of the BS that's in the background. Cause it's going to be there, right? How do we just exist whether it's there or not?
1: Yeah. When is that supposed to happen?
0: Jupiter in Pisces? At the end of this month, I believe on December 30th or the, tw- or the 29th. Yeah. The 29th. Okay.
1: That gives me some hope and peace because I feel yeah. like over the past year, two years, everyone's been operating on their own shit. Like everyone's been doing their own thing. Everybody's mm-hmm. been operating for self
0: mm-hmm. and it's felt
1: like a very self-focused environment and space for a while now. Mm-hmm. So it will be nice to finally get into, you know, actually working together harmoniously yeah. <laughs> like yeah. being together, like that will be, that will be nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to that part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Even people you don't get along with. I think that's a big theme. Like how can you find the middle ground with people that think differently than you? Mm-hmm. Clearly there's a lot of opinions in this world. Like who's to say one opinion is better than another. Like we're all here to exist to each other. So it's like, forget, like it doesn't have to be black or white you know, Mm -hmm. like forgiving Mm -hmm. people or finding the middle ground between two. Look, we have a long way to go, but I think this is what we're being challenged to do.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what else can we look forward to
0: for next year? (laughs) Like
1: when, when are we going to see some relief and what can each of the, I guess, can we go by elements? Like what each element can expect in twenty twenty two? We can go
0: by signs. (gasps) I can do like a, a, just a, a quick speed read. Yes. Okay, yes, let's do we that. Want it. They,
1: you know that you know the people love the individual. The people want to
0: hear. Exactly. And I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna start with Pisces because poor Pisces is always last. Mm. And because Jupiter is moving in your side, I'm gonna go backwards through the zone. Yes. Yet. Aries. Shout out to Pisces. Out. Yes, shout out to the Pisces. Okay, so this will be a quick based on some of the transits that we're having. Okay, so Pisces, it's a year of expansion for you. Jupiter is moving into your first house. And your first house is about you, it's yourself. And it's basically giving you opportunity to expand your horizons. You're making your own luck or luck is coming to you. Some of you might have felt like you've been in a little bit of a hibernation. And it's time for you to kind of like put yourself out there. Pay attention to the relationships that are in your life. You'll have success possibly through networking. Um, Maybe one of those synchronistic things where somebody, you know, connects you with somebody else, that sort of thing.
1: No, that's great. My sister is a Pisces and I know she's going to be listening to this like, yes, because she just moved to New York. And like, she's like, I feel like, you know, I want to meet people. And I'm like, you just have to get out there. So that's great to know that next year is going to be like a great time for doing
0: that. For sure. Okay. Aquarius. So Aquarius has been going through, uh, it's almost like you've had some of your best times and your worst times, probably in the same year, because Jupiter and Saturn are both in your first house. And and guys, um, when I'm reading this, this is for uh, the sun sign or the rising sign. So if you know your Mm -hmm. rising sign, listen, because that is usually more accurate with what's going on in your chart. But back to Aquarius, Jupiter is going to be moving into your second house of finances, self-worth. This will be an opportunity for you to make more money, but also spend a lot. So just make sure that you're budgeting. Your eclipses are happening in your 10th and 4th houses. So changes to the career and the home. Some of you might be getting promoted with Jupiter in the second house, but there'll be more responsibility, obviously, that can take you away from your home life. So finding that balance. Capricorns, the earth signs. So Capricorn, um, these eclipses are happening in your fifth and 11th houses. And what I mean eclipse, the Taurus and Scorpio eclipses, you're going to be wanting more pleasure in your life. Capricorns always associated with being super hard workers. So it's about bringing in more fun and Mercury will be retrograding in your first house of yourself. So it's not a good time at the beginning of the year. It's not a great time for physical changes. So don't go cutting your hair at the beginning of the year. You're going <laughs> to do anything like that. Do it before the holidays. But there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, expanding your knowledge. So a lot of reading with Jupiter in your third house, learning, studying, interacting with your neighborhood more and short trips like weekend getaways are key for you in um, 2022.
1: You hear that Capricorns? Mm -hmm. Okay, put that planner down for a second. Shout out to the goats. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Put that planner down for a second. Go take a little trip.
0: Exactly. Okay. Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, you guys have had some felt like emotional losses, I would say. Sag or Sag rising. You're connecting with spirit. I mean, the South Node has been in Sagittarius, moving out of Sagittarius and going to Taurus. I mean, sorry, not going to Taurus, going to Scorpio because it moves backwards. And so the eclipses are now moving to your first and seventh houses. So are they been in your first and seventh? They're moving to your 12th and eighth. And that's about soul growth. Really just, you know, and Sagittarius is a sign. It's ruled by Jupiter. So a lot of them are very spiritual and, you know, philosophical. So it's going to be a lot of like going inward. But then when Jupiter moves into your fourth house at the end of the year, family issues are going to be a focus. So good or bad. You know, if there's some families that you haven't set boundaries with, now's the time to do it because that's going to be highlighted. I think some family members might be pushing boundaries. Some people want to just enlarge their families, but you can have a lot of fun in the home during this uh, transit. And then real estate might be a, a something that some of you guys are looking into. Mm, get that mm-hmm. house. Yes. <laughs> Sell that, you know, get it all nice and then put it on the market. Yes. Yes. Okay, Scorpio. Can be sign. Scorpio, Scorpio rising. Okay. So oh you shit. Had, I'm scared. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm shocked by your news today. So, but it's it's a little on theme now, at least mm-hmm. for this reading. So Eclipse is now in the first and seventh house. So that's you and partnerships. There's changes with how you see yourself within relationships. Uranus has been transiting the seventh house, and Uranus brings change. Um, and sometimes disruption, and this is a long-term transit Uranus and Taurus, but anywhere that Uranus touches, there's usually some sort of change or restructuring or not even restructuring just of, out of the blue change. So couple that with the eclipses, there can be a lot of endings, but there can be new beginnings. So just as fast as somebody leaves, you can have a new partner. Oh show God. Up <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think something to be hopeful for. no. Nintendo. You're like, I want to be a hoe. <laughs> I want to be a hoe for a second. Damn. And I think so you can have both. Jupiter is going to be uh, moving into the fifth house of romance, dating. So this is a good time for like a lot of dating meeting a lot of people. But I think for some people, this might be like, okay, I'm meeting people. None of them. I'm really, you know, that focused on, but then out of the blue, you meet the one or, you know, someone grows on you and it becomes more mm-hmm. serious. Some Scorpios, Scorpio Rising might be family planning, expanding their family and but overall there's like more romance
1: mm-hmm. is it? I like that. Yeah. I like that. Although, you know, if you're listening, uh, Mr. Wright, whoever you may be, can you come after the summer? Oh. Like towards my birthday so I can get gifts. No. Oh, I can't. That's that's and you know what, it makes sense that you were talking about like a, a change within me in partnerships yeah. because I have restructured. I am rebranding right now. Okay. I'm tired mm-hmm. of being a boss bitch. I want to get taken care of and flewed out.
0: Yes. I flewed out. <laughs> <That's laughs> flew flew out. I love that. I mean, Jupiter in the fifth house is romance and excitement. So, yeah, that's a possibility. And I love that mm-hmm. you're setting that intention Absolutely. during the new moon weekend. So,
1: ice me out. Ice
0: me out. Ice me out. 2022. Thanks. <laughs> So Libra, uh, you're not you're Libra Moon, so you mm-hmm. can also listen for your um, Libra for your Moon sign, also just FYI. Okay, so for Libra, Libra rising. Libra moon, eclipses are happening in the eighth and second houses. So these are financial houses. This is a focus on gains within partnerships, but self-worth also becomes a big theme because the second house is also connected with our, our self-worth and how we're showing up physically in the world. There's a, a time for you to improve your habits because Jupiter will be through the sixth house of you know our daily work and routine. So some of you will be, you know, focusing on your health, getting practical about you know, your what you're eating, your exercise, how you start the year, I think is a big it might be the the theme throughout the year. So try to start the year on a good foot um, when it comes to your health. they will also be the habits will be influenced by Venus in your fourth house going retrograde um, in Capricorn. So your family may be involved for those of you who have family, like maybe it's a family, we're all getting fit, we're all going to change what we eat, sort of thing. So yeah. So Virgo and Virgo rising. So, um, hey, eclipses have been happening in the houses that are associated with the higher mind and philosophy and spirituality and, you know, just thinking like, why are we here? What are we here and born to do? Those sorts of thinking. There might be developments or changes with siblings or some close family members for some of you. Jupiter will be in the seventh house of partnership. And so this is not only romantic partnerships. These are just close one-on-one relationships. So it's some, it can be business partnerships that some of you are getting blessed with. It could just be one-on-one close, you know, relationships. But Jupiter is bringing the opportunity to meet new people, to expand some of those relationships. So if you're single, this is a time to, to get out there. If you're wanting to meet someone, it might be someone you already know because Mercury is going retrograde in the fifth house of... Um, romance in January. So it could be a a returning boo, you know, someone that you've already, you know, known. And if you're coupled, some of your partners might experience some new opportunities that affects you in a positive way. So that's Virgo, Virgo rising, Virgo moon. So Leo, Leo rising sun, moon. Okay. So the fixed signs are the ones that are affected the most by um, these new eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio. They're going to be in your home and career houses. So there's possible developments there. A relationship with someone you know at work might cause a certain change. Some of you guys might have to move for work or relocate. Jupiter will actually be in the eighth house. So that could be real estate opportunities because eighth house is connected to like big sums of money and loans. So for those of you that are going to move, maybe it's you're buying a home or property. Some of you are going through just, you know, a spiritual transformation that might feel Dramatic and like a literal death, like you're becoming a new person, but it's going to change the way you look at life. So just go with the flow. The fixed signs tend to want to hold on to things, and that's what makes the pain come, right? When you're trying to resist. So flow is important. All right, cancer cancer rising, cancer moon. The eclipses are in your 11th and 5th houses. Some of you just want more fun. Cancer is a sign that's ruled by the moon. So there's a lot of emotional ups and downs. This is a time for you to connect with your wishes. Pisces will be, or Jupiter will be in the sign that's compatible with yours. Um, okay. It rules your ninth house. So travel, spirituality, education. So some of you might want to actually go back to school, redefine your spiritual practice, redefine, you know, how you're showing up in the world every day, spiritually, connecting with people from other cultures. And at the beginning of the year, it's a good time to focus on your home and, you know, rearrange things just to get the energy flowing. Oh, that's deep cancer. Yeah, cancer. (laughs) Cancer is like, they they go through it. I think Jupiter and Pisces will be good for them because it's, you know, it's more in the flow of their energy, that water energy. Yeah. Okay. So Gemini, Gemini rising, Gemini moon, Gemini, there's deep inner work, you know, that's going to ultimately affect your daily routine and your health. Some of you might get an emotional support pet. Like I'm being serious because the mm. 12th and 6th house houses are having eclipses and the 6th house can be connected with pets. And so that can be a way to get through some of, you know, the emotional things you experience this year. Jupiter in your 10th house of career can bring potential opportunities. Some might be starting a new job and maybe a new career, not just a new job, just, you know, going into a different field altogether your ruler Mercury is going to be retrograde in the eighth house at the beginning of the year in January. So if you have some of you guys that have debts that you need to pay down, this is a good time to come up with a plan for how to get your money right. Because a big theme for everybody with Taurus, Scorpio, North Node, South Node, and Eclipses is going to be money. We're going to see a lot about the financial, more crypto, more all of that is going to be going on next year. So Geminis, get your money right. See, and that's the other thing.
1: You know, if you believe in crypto, but you don't believe in astrology, I really don't know what to tell you
0: <laughs> because money. we don't know where <laughs> any of that shit is going. OK, that's hilarious. I can't even see it. That's so funny. I love that. Oh, my God. I don't think crypto's going anywhere. So in astrology, well, definitely isn't. So exactly. <laughs> All right. Two more signs to go. Taurus, rising moon, sun. Okay, so Tauruses are going through changes altogether. And this is a sign that hates change the most. I would mm-hmm. say Taurus and Scorpio are big, like, oh, mm-hmm. want things hate. to stay the same. Hate, mm-hmm. things
1: changing, mm-hmm. hate.
0: So Uranus has been in Taurus. It's caused a lot of Tauruses to change. The ones that are born from, like, April to, like, May 5th-ish are going to be going through the most, you know, dramatic uh, personality changes this year. The eclipses are happening in your first and seventh houses. So just like Scorpio, this theme of you know how I fit within relationships is coming up, redefining how you're showing up in a relationship. Your ruler, Venus, is going to be retrograde at the beginning of the year in Capricorn. So this is good for like new business ideas, strategizing. And then Jupiter in your 11th house of friends and groups is going to expand your network. And so it's a time where you can merge resources with someone else to build like a new business or or to go in on a partnership of some kind. So I just wouldn't do it at the beginning of the year when Venus is retrograde because contracts and all that stuff gets Mm. a little wonky. Mm. And then Aries, sorry to make you wait last, but you're always first with the horoscopes. Child. You know they're
1: over here tapping their foot. Like-, <laughs> like, I
0: ain't got time for this. They probably not even listen to anymore. No,
1: all the Aries tuned out a long time ago.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my God. So um, Aries... There's going to be financial houses affected, again, just like Libra, uh, because it's the second and eighth houses. This can bring big gains or losses depending on how responsible you've been. So the ones that have been planning and, you know, saving and really responsible with money, you can see big gains. But if you've just been out there just making it rain, I Mm. think it's time to rein it in. Mm. Venus will be in retrograde in your house of career at the beginning of the year. So some of you guys are looking for new jobs. I wouldn't recommend necessarily starting it at the beginning of the year. If you can avoid it, obviously, if you need the money, do it. But if you have an opportunity through somebody that, you know, like a previous relationship, that's good for this type of energy with Venus in the 10th house. Jupiter in the 12th is going to put you more in touch with your dreams and your subconscious and actually after Jupiter leaves Pisces, it's going into Aries and we're going to have that, um, May through, uh, through October. And then it's going to go back into Pisces for a little bit. So you'll have a good taste of luck as well, starting at like mid spring. So that's all signs. That's wow. a sneak preview of what's to come.
1: I feel like I'm thinking of each person that I know from each sign. And like, it's so crazy how each person in my life is literally going through that kind of like they're on the precipice of like, okay, do I want to do this? Do I want to make this move or should I? And it sounds like 2022 is going to bring us the clarity that we need for that kind of growth. For sure. That's exciting. That's exciting to hear.
0: Yeah. And it's a six universal year in numerology. We've been in a five year, which is like all this disruption and change. And, And I think six will be more about like family, harmony, creativity, People doing more of like what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, like the world's going to shit. I might as well focus on all the things I love, yeah, and live it up. You know that Fuck sort of energy. It. Fuck it, yeah, Fuck exactly. Fuck it. Yolo.
1: No, I love that. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Quick terminology thing, because for people listening, can we do a run through? If there's twelve houses, and each house is ruled by something else,
0: yes. So in the so there's 12 houses in our natal charts. Like if we're looking at a natal chart in your natal chart, each house is associated with a certain part of your life. And so each house is ruled by a planet and a sign. So that's where the, the personal readings become really important because there's degrees, there's aspects, there's house rulers, there's, there's all kinds of stuff going on in a chart. And so there's a lot to process when we're doing these horoscopes. It's more general, like, okay, where's the planet going into this house? Just okay. to make it a little bit more relatable for everyone.
1: Yeah. But each one, like number one is...
0: That's like yourself. That's your personality. That's you. That's anything that has to do with your physical being. I can go through all the houses too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, Just yeah, let's do that. Boop, 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 boop. We'll go. So the people okay. know.
1: Because you know some people listening like, okay, my fifth house. I only oh, got one house.
0: house. I <laughs> got an apartment. I don't even have a house. <laughs> yes. I know the houses where people are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. So we said first house is self. And the good thing about the houses is that they're a progression of life. Okay, the the first house is self. The second house is money, resources, and material items, and self-worth. The third house is our lower mind. It's how we think mentally. It can be our neighbors, our siblings, and just general short-distance travel. The fourth house is home, family, ancestry, everything that's real estate, everything that's connected to our our family home growing up and in our home today. The fifth house is romance, creativity, fun, children fall under this house, dating, all the things that are just a little bit more spicy and pleasurable, except for kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> that part. Just kidding. We love the kids. <laughs> Sixth house is our daily routine. It's our habits. It's our service to others. It's a very practical house, like errands, the mundane types of things. And it also rules pets. Uh, The seventh house is relationships, marriage, partnerships, one-on-one dealings with other people, and it's opposite the first, so you, so those houses are just, like, naturally in sync with each other. Then the eighth house rules, you know, transformation and death and sex and the occult and things that are, like, just the deeper, darker sides of life that people don't want to talk about. Does Scorpio rule that house? Scorpio's associated with it in modern astrology, (laughs) yes. We're so Um, fucking weird. (laughs) like just the whole transformative and pregnancy is also connected to the eighth house yes all those those mm, things (laughs) yeah exactly dark very dark 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 dark. and then the ninth house is you know higher education it's travel it's our higher mind it's philosophy spirituality other cultures the 10th house the highest point in the chart is career our social standing it's our reputation how we want to be seen in the world and how other people see us in the world besides our rising sign which is more like physical attributes this is more of like oh do they have it together or not Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) the 11th house is our hopes and our wishes it's groups it's uh associations big crowds of people networks also technology and then the 12th house is endings. It's the last house. So it's completions. It's our subconscious. It's the things we keep really close to ourselves and deep, our dreams. It, it was connected to like hospitals and prisons, not in a bad oh. way, but just isolation in general. Yeah, that's ah. to, to isolation. So it's like that deep part of ourselves that sometimes we're not even aware that that exists. So that's just an overview of the houses. See
1: now, y'all can't say we never taught you nothing. Yes, this was
0: a free school. <laughs> this
1: was a free crash course learning yes. experience. And I mean, I I feel I feel optimistic about twenty twenty two. Like that's that would be a word that I I could use to describe it. I feel optimistic because I feel like where there's a shedding, there's always like a regrowth, rebirth. Like there's always mm-hmm. something to look forward to. So what can you? What are some parting words that you have for our relationship listeners of kind of just advice of what we can do to optimize like being at our best next year for all the signs?
0: Okay, for all the signs, I think it's important to know where Jupiter is going to be. So listen to the obviously, if you got to rewind and listen to it again. Know which houses that's affecting because that's going to be a big area of expansion for you. And that's where you can see the most opportunity and faith and hope and joy because Jupiter is in the sign that it rules and it can act how it wants to act. So I would do that. I would also say pick a theme word for the year. I started doing that in it really helped me so much. Like on New Year's Eve, instead of being at D Club, I was planning, I was doing my mood board. I was, I was getting my life together. Like I was at the people. club,
1: girl. I was <laughs> definitely <laughs> at the club. I was not getting my life together. No, ju-
0: no judgment. But you know how, you know, how you start your year and the intention that you set, I would say pick a theme work. And whatever that theme is, keep that, put it up on your, your board, put it up in your bathroom somewhere where you see it every day. So it keeps you on track because that's going to take you a long way. And if that needs to be something like faith or hope or do it, because that's naturally where your mind is going to go. Right. I would just say for people, there's a lot of information going on right now. We have, we still have Saturn and Aquarius. We still have, you know, this whole on a global scale, we're being, uh, Humanity is just changing. Turn it off. <laughs> we have a choice to disconnect, and I think a lot of it, like we get your news, get the information you need, but if it's starting to affect your daily life, just turn it off. You know, I think we can redefine. Sim, there's beauty and simplicity, and our lives have become really complicated with a lot of information, a lot of ways to reach each other. It's great in some respects, but it's it's overwhelming, and everyone. I think we're really being affected by like so much radiation or just, you know, technology yeah. affecting our minds so much. So I would just say, do that. And, and if you don't feel like being on social media one day, don't do it, you know, have yeah. create boundaries for yourself.
1: I love that. That, that is the theme. Boundaries. Yes. boundaries. The theme. Yes. 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 I yes. love that. So Mary, thank you so much. Honestly, it is of such course. a pleasure. We cannot wait to have you back. Our resident yes. astrologist. Yes. yes. <laughs> And Resident, we, know we can find you on social media at Astro Fashionista. Yes. And then they can find the products.
0: Yes, you can find Gift of the Nile. It's at thegiftofthenile.com and a promo code for you guys. <gasps> if you use GIFT, G-I-F-T, um, you can get 10% off of these beautiful aromatherapy moodness. Great gifts. Great gifts. Yeah, you can follow at gift period of the Nile. Great Um, packaging
1: too, by the way, which obviously, you know, you you know, all about product development. So (laughs) I knew it was going to be amazing, but it's really beautiful. Thank
0: you, Taurus Sun. I'm all about the aesthetics. So Mm -hmm. yes, I love I
1: love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday.